Your worship team, beautiful time of worship, would you agree? It's been my privilege this past year, 2012, to serve as your delegate to the conference and handing those reins off to Elena for 2013. It's a, a position um, in leadership to be able to observe what's going on in the congregation so that I can give a report, an accurate report, to the conference if asked, what is the, the state of the congregation and the people that are in it? What's going on at First Free Methodist Church? And happily, there were no issues or no problems that I was asked to identify. And I want to share with you this morning, take a few minutes, to tell you what I observed from the people that I go to church with at First Free Methodist Church. Share some things from my heart and read you a, a piece of scripture. And we're going to start there. This is out of 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And if you're going to laugh and giggle, go ahead, do it now. <clears throat> Get it out. I have to uh, just... Uh, they're too old. I just have to admit it. Okay. This is out of verse 6. This is Paul addressing the Corinthian church. And he was commending them for the offering of material goods that they were gathering together to give to the Macedonian church that was sending representatives with Paul. And he says to them, But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So, let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. I have observed over 2012 the wonderful, cheerful giving of the people of First Church. Now, I'm not just talking about money. This, goes, this application goes far beyond that. In Awana, I see it every Wednesday night. The cheerful giving and the sowing and the investing into the kids that come to Awana from all of my volunteers. I see it in the faithful, fervent praying of many in this congregation that gather in small groups and do that on a faithful 
regular basis. You make it your habit to come before the throne of God on behalf of the people of this church. I see it when some of us are sick. I've experienced this in my own life. Get a scary diagnosis. The people of God, the people of First Church, my family come around me and my family and offer, just offer companionship, an undying friendship, a faithful walking, whatever that path is. I have seen the faithful, cheerful, loving, visiting of the sick and comforting the lonely. And I want to commend you for that this morning. I'm, I look around and all through 2012 and certainly before that, this is not new in First Church. I'm surrounded by cheerful givers. And it strengthens me and it encourages me. And I trust me when I tell you this. It strengthens and encourages everyone in here to be surrounded by a family that cheerfully invests and cheerfully gives. And as Paul expressed his prayer for the Corinthians, that what they invest, what they sow, whatever it is, doesn't matter how how much or how little, it's done as an expression of gratitude that God will multiply that and that you will be able to be encouraged by the fruit that is produced by what you so cheerfully and so graciously have sown and will continue to sow. So let me just ask our Lord to accomplish that for this next year. Father, you know how precious these people are to me personally. How I am cheered and strengthened in you through them by watching observing and being a participant with them in cheerful giving. I thank you for their warm words of encouragement, their smiles, their, their time, all of the things. We're not just talking about material things, Father, but things of the heart. I just am encouraged and strengthened to continue to be strong in you because of these people. And I thank you for them. My prayer for them, Father, for 2013 and beyond is that you will, you who are able to supply the seed and multiply the increase. Would you multiply their investment and allow them to see the fruit of their labor. And again, I thank you and bless you for these people. May your blessing be upon them in abundance. It is in your son Jesus' name I ask this. Amen.
Thank you for your service, Bruce. Uh, as the incoming delegate, that's really loud. Uh, James asked me if I would share some of my hopes and prayers for our congregation in the coming year, um, which is kind of a big task, but uh, I did my best. So um, first, I want to say it's just a, oh gosh, there's the <laughs> darn Kleenex when I need it. Anyway, it's, it's an honor to serve in this position, and I thank you. Um, okay. Um, my hope is that as we move forward this year, um, we are able to just listen to Christ and follow him fearlessly. Um, I hope that we're able to continue to respect tradition and honor our history as we have done. But I, I also hope that we don't cling so tightly to it that we can't follow Jesus as we move forward. Um, and I'm not, I'm not talking about just making changes for the sake of changing things. I'm talking about changes that are made because we have listened to God and we're following what he wants. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about my hopes for relationship in this church, that we will be able to invest in each other and you're going to have to get used to this because if I have to be up here as your delegate, you're going to see a lot of tears, but you should probably know that already about me. Um, <laughs> um, I just, I want us to pay attention to the people who are already in our lives who don't know Christ. I don't, I think sometimes we forget that we don't have to go stand out on the corner of the street and preach to the masses. We have people that we already know who are lost and broken and who need Jesus. And so my, my hope this year is that, that we can do that, that we can take the risk of loving these people well and that um, we would do it the way Jesus would want us to and the way that he would love them. And that in doing that and loving them, we would be willing to sacrifice our own comfort and our own ease or peace um, in the same way that Jesus sacrificed for each and every one of us. He did it for them too. And so I want us to start with loving these people, loving our next door neighbor, loving that person at work that maybe is kind of hard to love sometimes, loving the teacher of your student at school um, there's so many people around us that, that need his love. And then once we start with that, we can't stop there because Christ's love should move us to justice. And this is something that you've seen me talk about a lot up here. Um, the, the subject of justice, and you've heard me talk about human trafficking, but justice is much more than just that. Um, it's binding up the broken. And it's, it's asking God to break our hearts for the, the broken in the world and to, to be burdened, not just to reach out with a hand, but also to pray for the broken. And I'm just going to read this 
passage from Isaiah 58 that I have read before, but I want, I want to just emphasize that this is God's heart. So he says in Isaiah 58, is this not the kind of fasting I have chosen to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Then, he says, if you do those things, your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here am I. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will rise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets and dwellings. And I think that's really beautiful that he gives us that promise that if we are able to look beyond ourselves and reach out, that, that he will do all those things within us as well. So I'm just going to pray and then we can move on. Lord, I thank you for the honor of being um, the delegate for this congregation. And I pray that uh, this year as we go forward, you would be lighting our paths, that you would be guiding our footsteps, that each choice that we make would be made because you asked us to and because you led us there. Lord, I do pray that you would be breaking our hearts for the broken around us, that we would have our eyes opened wide to the people already near us who need you and who are lost without you. Lord, I pray your blessings on First Free Methodist Church for 2013, and I pray that you would lead us well and that we would listen well to where you lead. And I pray these things in your glorious name. Amen. So we're going to move into uh, our communion service now. And this is going to be a participatory service. So you guys are going to have some work to do. And uh, there's going to be a lot of call and response. You will see the words that you are supposed to respond with up on the screen. And um, we're going to get this going. So, Bruce. You who truly and earnestly repent of your sins, who live in love and peace with your neighbors, and who intend to lead a new life following the commandments of God and walking henceforth in his holy ways, draw near with faith and take this holy sacrament for your comfort and humbly bowing, make your honest confession 
to Almighty God. Let's pray. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, maker of all things, judge of all people, who with great mercy has promised forgiveness and deliverance to all who turn to you with hearty repentance and true faith, we confess that we have sinned against you and are hopeless without your grace. Have mercy upon us, O merciful Father. Have mercy upon us. Pardon and deliver us from all our sins, from blindness of heart and lack of love, from the seeds of the world, the flesh and the devil, from the false doctrine and neglect of your word, O God, our Savior, keep us this day without sin. Give us strength to serve and please you in the newness of life and to honor and praise your name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. In this next section, we will pause between each petition. And as God lays upon your heart the face of someone or a situation, in the few seconds that we have a silent prayer time between each petition. Would you bear that person? Would you bear that situation to the throne of God? Let's continue to pray together. Almighty God, you have so faithfully watched over us and so graciously helped us now. Hear our petitions and sound minds. Lord, hear our petitions for strength to earn our bread. Lord, hear our petitions for rest from worry and labor. Lord, hear our petitions for safety and travel, for protection from enemies. Lord, hear our petitions for Christian homes, for a just and strong nation. Out of your compassion, Lord, give us those things that are good and proper for our souls and protect us by your might in all our tribulations. Grant us in this world the peace that is from above and bring us to everlasting life in the world to come through Jesus Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's continue in prayer. Almighty God, who created the world from nothing and who sustains it by your powerful word, support and protect us that we may serve you as intercessors in your world. And to that end, hear our prayers for those in need. For the sick, infirm, and dying. Lord, hear our prayer. For widows and orphans, the poor and oppressed. Lord, hear our prayer. For the lonely, discouraged, bereaved, and heartbroken. Lord, hear our prayer. For those in bondage to sin, unmindful of God, without knowledge of the gospel of salvation. We pray, too, for all your servants who work honorably in the cause of our Lord Jesus Christ. For homemakers, wage earners, for teachers and students, for doctors and nurses, for others who serve the sick, for laborers and executives, for farmers and city dwellers, for the aged and the young, for those who govern and those who are rude. To each of these and to all others for whom we should pray, give wisdom and strength and the power to endure. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. Please stand with us. We're going to sing a song together. Me in the 
The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. And let us give thanks to the Lord. It is right to give him thanks and praise. You can go ahead and have a seat. We give you thanks, O Lord God, for all your goodness at all times and in all places. You have shielded rescued, helped, and guided us all our days, and brought us to this hour, letting us once again worship you and seek your help. Blessed are you, Lord God, ruler of all creation, for by your goodness we have this bread from the soil and this fruit from the vine. It is always right and proper that we should give you thanks, O Lord, and praise, for you alone reign. You judge the world in righteousness and rule over all of the nations. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the inhabitants of heaven, we honor and adore your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Glory be to you. O Lord Most High. Amen. Almighty God, you created us to enjoy your fellowship, and even when we transgressed your command, you did not forsake us, but chastened us as a merciful father. You called Abraham from the land of his fathers and freed the children of Israel from bondage and slavery. You gave your law and sent your prophets to guide them in your ways. At the right time, you gave the, word, the world your only son. 
who by his birth of a virgin and through his temptations and ministry, his suffering and death, his resurrection and ascension, opened the way for us to heaven. You sent your Holy Spirit, the Counselor, who through the apostles and the church called us to salvation. You adopted us and daily give us aid in the journey of faith by the same Spirit. Our hearts are full, O God. And in thanksgiving we, to you, we cry, Abba, Father. In confidence that you will bring us to our full inheritance and give us our place at the heavenly table with your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, we offer thanksgiving, joining our voices with all the church to confess, Christ, Christ has, has died. died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, send the power of your Holy Spirit upon us that we may experience anew the suffering death, and resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ. May your Spirit help us to know in the breaking of this bread and the drinking of this cup the presence of Christ, who gave his body and blood for all. And may your Spirit make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in service to all the world. Amen. In the night of his betrayal, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. In like manner, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of this, all of you, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many. For the remission of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Ushers, if you would come forward, please. At this time, we will pass out the elements, and would you please hold the bread and the juice until we have all been served, and then we will take it together. <laughs> <laughs> 